You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Oh, yes, Mother the Onions. <laughs> Again. Your favorite host of this show, Mr. Scott, come rolling up with a van full of chicks. Woo-woo! Yeah. Mm. I got the ladies here tonight. <laughs> I felt like an Uber driver. Just a smidge. It was awesome. I had my, I, I, I was, you know, we've all ridden Uber. We've all done the Uber thing, and they all have the same thing. They have the phone on the the jack, you know, on the on the dash. And I'm like, roll up to Dana's house. I'm like, hey, yeah, what's up? All right, we gotta go. And we, of course, the exit we have to get off on here to get to Heather's uh, mansion. Um, that sweet billion dollar home. Yeah, that beautiful. I live in. Yeah, her, her, Heather's estate. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. The exit we had to get off on, of course, had like cop cars and shootings going on because it's just there's been like some crazy stuff dude, going on there's been dude, cops everywhere dude the yeah. past couple days but the thing is it's mainly the potholes the potholes that have been covered with the snow that's melted yeah. and then the rain everybody's getting blown out all over the place not to week. pimp these people but i listen to like 9 50 a.m every morning like kind of on my way into the office yeah and it seems like the last two weeks solid Every morning, we have a we have a we have a hostage situation at a house in Taylor. We have a hostage situation today at a house like not too far from my house what? in lovely Troy. Really? Every day it seems like there's some new like shut in, like barricading himself. Oh, sorry, we have a barricade situation. That's what it is. A barricade situation. What? I'm hearing this more and more. It seems like it's really strange. Um, yeah, and yeah, the, maybe potholes are causing that because it's starting <laughs> to drive me insane also, and I'm ready just to start just going nuts also because, yeah, like every day now, it's just some kunk, kunk. You can't drive anywhere safely in Michigan right now. It's, it's the horrible. worst, man. It's horrible. the worst. It's terrible. Horrible. But we made it. <laughs> we made We're it. Here. I told you I had a plan. I made the plan work. We got here. <laughs> Van full of chicks. But wait. To talk about some really interesting stuff. We have the lovely Dana in studio tonight. She's yes. here. I don't know how lovely I am, but how's it going? Oh, she's a babe. Oh, you're lovely. She's oh, a babe. Not, we, got, we, got, we got Miss H in the corner. <laughs> what up? Hanging out. And um, the loveliest woman in the room. I'm so fucking hot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you look good. Mm-hmm. You look good, truth. man. Um, it was so damp outside. Did you get a haircut? What? Oh, you got a haircut. Did you get yeah. a haircut? Well, no, that was just I shaved my pubes. <laughs> Jesus and Oh, my God. Keeping it classy. That, yeah. Went, yeah. that went down the toilet real fucking fast. <laughs> just, just, just. Well, enough rain here. Everything's going down the toilet. We we have, I mean, sorry, we're just like, in the news today. Yeah. Uh, we're getting some rain. I think it finally stopped kind of raining, but it's been raining for like the last two days here. Yeah. So we went from like snow everywhere and over a day and a half, it's like green, lush well, forests everywhere now. Brown, brownish. Brown-ish. Yeah, <laughs> mud, mud everywhere. It's terrible. But that made Chris's job very difficult this week because he had to go out on the street and tear people's heads off again to get the news. What yeah. did you get this week, Chris? Well, so first thing, let's mention uh, the Flint Institute of Arts. We always mention them every week on here. Uh, gonna, they have a we weekly f- film series. Definitely check that out. We got to get out there. I know. I know. <laughs> Every week we say the same thing. I know, thing. but it's been so cruddy. Yeah, who can't know. just get I out know. there? And we're not going to make it out there now. We'll no. end up falling into a crater. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then also make sure to check out projectorscreen.com. If you don't check that out, you're a piece of shit. Yes. Yes. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe you're not. 
<laughs> but you could be. So in the news today, <laughs> the Joker spinoff, which is reportedly going to star Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, mm-hmm. is um, they're saying it's set for a May shoot date. That actually they're further along in getting this thing ready mm-hmm. to shoot. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Black Panther... As much as I love Black Panther, this is kind of strange, but it's rated as the best movie ever by Rotten Tomatoes. Don't Come have on. a different best movie ever like every week. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. I mean, it was good. Yeah. It's, it's a really good movie. But is it your the, favorite Marvel movie, though? But like the last but, Marvel movie, they said that too. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's actually be, been on Rotten Tomatoes as the best movie ever. Like, come on, people. That's usually, that's usually the, the production studio saying that they, they, they try, always try to push the envelope or up the yeah. ante. Yeah. They're like, well, this is the greatest film we've ever done. No, this is the greatest film we've right. ever done. Uh, okay, well, great. Yeah. Thanks, Gar T. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. that, guys. In yeah. other Black Panther news, it actually surpassed The Last Jedi's opening weekend, which is pretty shocking. It made over $242 million over President's Day's week, President's Black Day Panther. weekend, Black yeah, Panther. Mm. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not that. Su- I mean, I'm not that surprised, honestly. Well, there was a ma- the hype machine behind this. I think there's a lot of stuff behind this film, and I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people just. I mean, yeah, good there's, for those guys. Great. There's cultural relevance behind. Yeah. The okay. Of this movie. All right. Yeah. Reportedly, and this has been shot down by a couple of sites, but other sites are reporting it, including us. The Duffer Brothers are purportedly leaving Stranger Things after season three to go on and make movies. And they also have a contract to do two other shows for Netflix. There's kind of different things that are being said about this right now. Well, they must be broke. Yeah, really. I guess season three didn't do as well as I thought, huh? Season two? Season two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think season two did great. Did it? it? Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I'm I'm wondering like what was the popularity? It was one of the most popular seasons ever on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, it was really? huge. Yeah, yeah. That was um, crazy. So, also, yep, yep. Uh, Walking Dead news. Yes. Apparently, Lauren Cohan is not happy with the way the Walking Dead is going, and she has not signed a contract yet to return for season nine. But she has signed on for a lead role in an ABC pilot that would be premiering at the same time as The Walking Dead season nine. So why didn't, why didn't she say that in like season three? Yeah, so she might not be coming back. And then, she wasn't in there. Yeah, she wasn't on no, for the first couple. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Um, and then other news, some it sequel news. Supposedly, Jessica Chastain is in talks to play the female role in the it sequel. Like the adult, uh, yes, what, yes. Guy, I, I always forget her that. name. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, she's the one that slept with all the boys in the book. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking that's, about that. That's yeah. pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. In new releases this week, we have the Death Wish remake starring Bruce Willis. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm excited about those. It'll be cool, maybe. It's going to be so awesome. Charlie Bronson. I know. <laughs> yep. And then also Red Sparrow is being released this week. This is the one starring Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. as a Russian spy, mm-hmm. which we gave a pretty good review to it. We saw it about a week and a half ago. Mm. So. I'm just going to hum through all this. Keep going. Moving out of the news. <laughs> Wait, did is there an embargo on that? Cause Red I Sparrow? Yeah. Our review is already on the front page. Oh, okay. I didn't yep. even see it. Shit. Yep. 
Get to reading, bitch. I know. I know. Man, it's fucking basketball conferences right now. I can't, I'm not <laughs> the Olympics are on. Are you crazy? With, with Heather, it's Olympics. always about the balls. Yeah. Always about the balls. Well, All she ever does I, is pay I, attention I, to the I balls. I watched men's curling. I, I thought <laughs> I thought about you the other morning because I was I finished my uh, my my forty five minute death metal session on the uh, elliptical. Yeah. Um, and and your was, balls were moving, like, dude. They were like and you're down like, to my Heather loves well, the balls. If you're <laughs> old, yeah, if you're as old as me, they like bumping like yeah. just clock weights down there. <laughs> uh, <Jesus>. But I, <laughs> I they, we have a basketball court where I work out at too, and I'm like, oh, I was walking back covered in sweat. I'm like, oh, I can use a little bit. So I started playing basketball, and I'm like, oh, what, I wonder if this is what Heather does on her off time. Nope. You don't play, you just watch. I just watch. I can't play anymore. Well, I'll videotape myself playing, and I'll send it to you, and then you yeah. can watch that and too. And post it on, like, X Hamster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, suggested yeah. viewings this week. Yeah. I actually watched Everything Sucks on Netflix, and I tell you what, it is probably the best, like, dramedy, like, teenage show I've seen in decades. Really? The show is amazing. It's 22-minute episodes, takes place in 1996. Yeah, we saw a trailer for So that. it's like this really cool- The like, 1990s, all, you said? Yeah, yeah. it takes place Amber's in- Amber's watching that right now. It takes place in 1996. It's about a freshman kid who's a filmmaker. He's an amateur filmmaker mm-hmm. and basically traces his emotional transformation throughout his freshman year. <laughs> You know, huh. he falls in love and yeah. he's making a movie and all that stuff. It's really, really good. So right. um, it's definitely one that I suggest that everybody watches, especially if you were kind of growing up during that era. It's great. Well, yeah, it's really I, good. I saw I heard some of the soundtrack as Amber was watching it, like in the other room. And I'm like, I'm, I even said to her, I'm like, what the hell is this like the 90s like show? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's all about the 90s. So yeah. it seems pretty interesting. Hmm. All right. Heather. Oh, uh, my <laughs> suggestion. Basketball. Viewing. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, MSU. Uh, they won tonight. They're they? probably going to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Anyways, okay. Fuck you. All right. Sports. So, um, I watched The Ritual. I heard good things about that. Dude, The Ritual is fucking cool. It's really neat. Uh, it's a slow burn. So if you if you get bored easily, uh, shame on you. But it's a uh, it's they don't show a whole lot of stuff, which makes it even more frightening. I would watch yeah. it. That's the best kind of horror, right? It's actually like there was a few parts where I was like, mm, 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 mm. it's really suspenseful. Like the music is really good. Yeah, it makes you feel like I was becoming uncomfortable watching some scenes because I knew something was going to happen. Just you know yeah, the cues yeah. and all that, but oh. Yeah, it was really good. I'm glad I watched all of it. I'm gonna check it out later I've been tonight. Hearing a lot yeah, of great it's, it's really things good. about that too. Watch it, Miss Dana. Well, I got a couple of things. Um, as far as TV goes, American Dad is back. Um, it has a new new season just started. Ooh. And um, I I don't know how everybody feels about Seth MacFarlane. It doesn't matter. American Dad is his best show in my opinion. And <laughs> and it's 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 been it's been going. It's I think it's in its twelfth or thirteenth season now. Oh, wow. It's been on a long time, and it's it's still as funny as ever. They're they're still coming up with new uh, new situations. Um, it's on Mondays at ten o'clock on TBS now, so it's not on Fox anymore. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's. It's fantastic. They're still doing new new uh, episodes, and it's wonderful. Um, still as funny as ever. And as Hell far as yeah. movies go, 
get your butts out and see Early Man, uh, the new Ardman right. Animations yeah. is back. Um, anything that Nick Park touches is just hilarious and ridiculous, and I, I just love it. I love the cast for that, too. It Yeah, Eddie Redmayne uh, mm-hmm. is in it, and, mm-hmm. and, and Nick Park himself actually uh, voices a very... Um, I guess major character, but he's 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 a he's a wild boar <laughs> that that acts like a dog. Aww. So like he yeah he makes little dog noises and it's it's pretty funny. But yeah, so if you love Nick Park, if you're you know if you liked Wallace and Gromit or Chicken Run um, or the Pirates, uh, any of that stuff, you're you're gonna love Early Man. It's great and it's a great family film. So it's rated PG, but um, there's really nothing terribly objectable in it it's just there's a lot of slapstick because it's typical i need to watch more stuff like that it's it's fantastic (laughs) go home you're drunk (laughs) go home you're drunk (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess so here's my tip my thing first thing for the listening audience do this um if you were born Eh, no, let's not let's not do that. <laughs> Go to YouTube, you type in all. type in Atari documentary. Oh, and watch about twenty things below that. It'll what? be about a week's worth of watching, but it'll be great. Um, the reason I'm saying that is I completely since our last show we talked about what was the last show we did? was it 80s films we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I totally fell down the rabbit hole after watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. Of course, I watched in Temple of Dune, and I watched uh, The Last Crusade after that, too. But that sent me spiraling down the 80s nostalgia rabbit hole. And the most nostalgic thing that I could do in my age group, I guess, is totally fall down the rabbit hole of Atari gaming. Oh, here it goes. The 2600. Yeah, and you guys have been seeing all the Facebook bullshit going on with me. <laughs> it's so. awesome. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. It's I beautiful. had to put you and I on ignore. It was like worse than Trump shit. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, dang. So what's oh. happened is there are some really, really great documentaries. There's some really fun stuff I've been watching, just like off-the-cuff documentaries that some of the people that worked there made. Mm. But there are uh, three documentaries that you can watch if you're interested in arcade gaming. Um, you know, and there's and the thing I'm... I guess a lot of this stuff popped up with me because there's been some really big news, and this kind of ties in with the show here a bit. Uh, there's been some really big news as of late in the arcade gaming scene, I guess, the Twin Galaxies people who are kind of like the the uh, custodians of all the world gaming records, like arcade, home gaming, you name it, they pretty much have it. There's been quite an uproar or upset recently with some of like the old school guys. Like we're talking like there's Todd Rogers, Billy Mitchell, who are both in, and there's three documentaries I'm going to say. There's there's Man vs. Snake, which is my personal favorite. It's, um, it's about the game Nibbler. <laughs> Which you know, it's 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 a super cool documentary. I got a snake, man. It's Best a super cool documentary. Our show, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then there's then there's uh, chasing ghosts, which is about uh, the Pac-Man record. Oh. Uh, and then there's King of Kong, which is also about the uh, which is about the Donkey Kong yeah. record. And there's yes. a lot more to it. It'll there's a lot to it. But those three documentaries, if you're into like classic gaming. Man, they're a riot, and there's there's some serious villains. It's so fun to watch these guys. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff being said about these things, but the th- reason I said that is these people that were the focus of, well, except for the man versus snake thing, the other two films, some of the focal people, the people there, they're being outed now. 
there's a lot of ways you can prove your scores, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of these things are coming, they're bubbling up now with technology and saying, no, that score you did was not real. And we can prove it now. What? So there's some really serious shit going down. It's How heavy. can they prove that through a ROM-based game, though? Well, some of the scores that were, back in the day, if you remember like Activision, like you yeah, remember this, Chris, yeah. like Activision, like you played Pitfall. All you had to do with that, if you wanted to like get a, you know, send a score to Activision, you just take a picture of the TV set. Like if you beat Pitfall, you made 20 minutes without dying. Yeah. You can get your patch. I had I had one, right? Um, so like back in those days, these guys would play like a million point score game of Donkey Kong. They supposedly had to videotape it. Oh, right? uh, yeah. Um, again, there's a lot of stuff. I don't want to go into it, but they're basically looking at some of this stuff going, that tape has been edited. Oh. It's been cut up. Oh, shit. And again, um, there's a lot of stuff that I've been really diving into this stuff. And right, I, yeah. I, I could go all night talking about this. Uh, but it, I found it immensely interesting. Hmm. And it's kind of set me back down the rabbit hole of Atari again. Go, God, those games ruled. So, yeah, I uprooted my old system. Got it run. It, ru- it still fucking works. Wow. It's a 30, 40 year old machine. It still works great. Found all the old games. There's been some serious activity with that, finding games. And I have like 60, 70 games now to play. And I've just been sitting there staring at this little glass TV set in the living room, driving the amber nuts. So, okay. My point being is those are some three really great documentaries. And there is a plethora if this is a topic you'd like to dive back into for nostalgia purposes maybe there's a ton of stuff on youtube you can watch um but i've had a lot of fun learning about the old days of atari and how much these guys partied yeah and the the pot (laughs) 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 it's so much fun to watch and and, you know when that was your childhood it's great to come back as an older person and go well how did all this stuff actually happen yeah Right, so now you can actually understand. Well, there's nostalgia and history behind. There's all so of much this. history. The history is so friggin' fascinating, you know. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun just kind of diving into this. But those three, Chasing Ghost, King of Kong, and Man vs. Snake, I watched all those documentaries twice in the last couple weeks, and they're just a lot of fun to watch. Sweet, yeah. yeah. So check those out. You guys nice. will really enjoy it. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> What? So we're here tonight. We're here tonight. tonight. Episode number 74. Oh my God. We got a really, really. Really? Wow. I haven't yeah. been on this show since episode 42. Wow. Holy really? Shit. Yes. I remember it because it was 42. 42. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only reason I remember that. Tonight's topic. Tonight's Animation. topic is like another fun one. Somebody, yes. Does somebody have a drum roll sound? Anything? Uh, no. No. Nope. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, okay. Oh. You're, oh, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> oh, my. Favorite animated, animated movies. Yeah, animated films. Ooh, yeah, animated movies. Yeah. Um, which, wow. Which is a it's a, really it's a wide spectrum. It's, it's going to be topic. like the 80s one, man. Yeah. yeah, there's, yeah. So so many good, there's so many good animated films. Yeah. Now, hold on. Are we talking like straight up just hand-drawn animated? Or can we do like... Like both, I, I think both. Goes. I think I think, covered, goes. I think covered all that stuff. There, yeah, uh, yeah. There's I mean, so much out there, and there's so many different styles of animation, and 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 you know, there's excellent short films. There's excellent uh, full length features. Well, I kept my thing to like full lengths. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I could talk well, about everything, too. but but yeah, we should probably stick to just the one. This is the reason we have Dana here tonight because <laughs> yeah, this is she can rein us in. This, this is, is the my, expert. So this yeah, is you know my what? Jam. <laughs> Why don't you lead us off, Dana? 
Um, Throw something out there. All yeah. right. Well, the thing that I like to write about the most and the stuff that no one ever talks about, which is why I like to write about it, mm-hmm. is is the older uh, European animation. I mean, okay. everybody likes anime. I really don't like anime. You can all shoot me now. No. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> but I don't care for anime. I, I And a lot of the Western animated full-length features that were put out, especially like in the 70s and 80s, were really just bizarre, bizarre shit. I mean, okay. if you've seen... Um, Martin Rosen's Watership Down is a good place to start because mm-hmm. a lot of people have probably seen it. Yeah. And it's going from there. I mean, it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. Except and that one's a really hard watch, too. It's an extremely hard watch. It's it's just it's so violent. And I I first saw that movie when I was about four. Oh, yeah. And that's it, it explains a lot, I'm sure. But <laughs> So that's what happened. That's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, we had a, na- a neighbor that had it on a videotape, and they made the classic mistake. Oh, this is a nice animated movie about bunnies. <laughs> Let's put it on for the kid that we're babysitting that we don't really want to watch. Yeah. You know, so I'm sitting there watching this movie, and these rabbits are tearing each other apart. And uh-huh. I'm just going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this is heavy. This, but, but it affected me in the sense that I never forgot it. And there were a lot of movies like that that I mm-hmm. saw when I was a kid that stuck with me. And just years later, I would find myself just having pictures in my mind of these films and going, was that real or did yeah. I hallucinate? Yeah, were you dreaming? You know, and I have so many examples um, one of my favorite movies is from 1971, and it was done by uh, UPA, uh, which uh, did uh, Mr. Magoo and stuff like that. But they made this film uh, based on Don Marquis' Archie and Mahitabel stories, and it's called Shinbone Alley. Shinbone Alley. Shinbone Alley. Right. It's it's a musical oh. about a cockroach who is in love with a cat. Aww. Oh my god! But it's not cute. <laughs> oh no! It's it's okay. I can't imagine. Well, he's, he's not. He's he's a he's a he's a cockroach. But he actually he's a, he was a, a poet who who committed suicide and became a cockroach. Oh, that's oh, pretty okay. cool though. That is. Weird. And then he People spends. High. Yeah. Well, and then he spends half of the film trying to kill himself because, oh, because... he tries to kill himself again because he can't. He's, he's an cockroach. utter failure as a cockroach. Oh, <laughs> right. no. so, he, so he's just, but it's a fantastic movie. And yes, it's a musical. So. So How do you he's feel like, like being a cockroach? So he's like, I'm going to go and kill myself. <laughs> All right, cool. Something like that. Oh, it, there's nice. actually a really, there's actually a really inspired scene in that movie where he's, uh, he's trying to get himself killed by jumping in the way of pool balls you know when someone's playing billiards right, right. and like so he's like i'm gonna see if he can sink this in the corner pocket and he goes and runs in the pocket and the guy misses and he's like damn it <laughs> and this is animated this is animated oh wow that's yeah. it's, you know not seeing well, it though that's a really cool you know dark yeah comedy I mean, type thing though you that's know, the neat. cool thing about it though is that that's something you can't do with a live action film yeah like yeah. if you wanted to do it it would have to be like all cgi, yeah, CGI. right or all visual effects. I or think a very elaborate this, set. It's really mm-hmm. cool with the animated films because there are things like bunnies killing each other <laughs> that you're not really going to see in a regular film. And I think that's a special part about animated films. Well, it opens yeah. up a whole new world of It creativity. opens a whole new yeah. world, new universes, different things that you're yeah. going to see that you might not ever be able to experience. And the time and the artistry that goes yeah. into creating yeah. that stuff by hand. Even though I know like CGI has taken over a lot of it now. Yeah. yeah. 
But even that takes a lot yeah, of skill. CGI is hard work. And you know anybody who says that 2D animation is more work than CGI has never done CGI. <laughs> really? So, I mean, it's, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's a different kind of work. Sure. But, it, but it's it's just as much. Uh, well, it's the next frontier. Really. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, is. It's the next frontier for a long time. And, you know, and when it's done really well, you know, like, say, Pixar, I, I hate to drag that out, but I love Pixar. Well, I think a lot of people love Pixar because they put out things that are like a welcome addition for families to watch together for the most part. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yes. But beyond that, I mean, they're good storytellers. Yeah. The The best thing about Pixar is you're going to have characters that you care about. You're going to have a story that is just complex enough, mm-hmm. you know, where you're not really sure where they're going to take it. Yeah. Well, you know, like you were Wally. talking about. Oh, man. What's that? I said, like, Wally. Yeah. I saw that. I love that movie. What? You've I never seen Wally? You've got to see Wally. Oh, dude. I'm not, dude, I, I'm, I didn't say this coming, in, coming out of the gate here. This is, like, one of my real weak spots. I mean, I have a pretty good list of stuff that I yeah. have to work on this shit to get it together. <laughs> oh, man. Wally. There's a lot Wally's I haven't gonna seen. Wally's going to make you. You're going to fucking. Holy shit. Wally's <laughs> going to change the way you look at stuff. You Have you seen Up? Oh God, yeah. Uh-huh. We've talked about up on. Yeah, I oh mean, Wally has some depressing. of the same emotional mm-hmm. context like Up does. Let's I move think to up Wally's better I, because so much yeah. of it is nonverbal. Yeah. It's all told in the characters' physical, just their expressions, their I've movements, some, everything. Promos. It's just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that the scene in Up within the first ten minutes, you're like on the ground oh, crying. We, I think um, we've put like that like that's made some list yeah. here. Like, <laughs> See, I'm like the only one. What? Who didn't cry? Yeah, no, not at all. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know. I still I'm, make you? Yeah. Jeez. Dude, I'm hard. I don't know. I yeah. seriously I've I'm just been desensitized. Amber put that on. She's like, you gotta watch up. It's the most amazing thing ever. See, I thought up was good, but I thought Wally was way better. I have to I, see Wally now. I think in terms of storytelling, I think Wally is better. But um but in terms of just the first the first half of up, I would say, is more emotionally relevant. Sure. But then I can agree to that. For all sure. the way through, all the way through, Wally is is the storytelling. I think is a little bit more cohesive. We have family over all the time for holidays, and we've got the theater down here. So we're like, oh, it was like Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. And my mom's like, oh, let's watch a family movie. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's watch. We all haven't seen Up. I've <gasps> not seen it yet. I had just gotten the Blu-ray, and I put it on, and oh, within no. like ten minutes, everybody <laughs> in the basement sobbing, Aww. and my mom, my mom's sitting there going like. What did what you do? Did you do? <laughs> what did you put on for that? It's, well, that those first ten minutes, and I mean, should have gone the ship down, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> everybody I talk to about up, it's just it is that same yeah. thing. It's all you know. However you respond to it, uh, you those don't first ten scene. minutes. No, for sure. You know, and to me, it just you know, I think about you know, just with some you know, just with family stuff that's happened in the last couple of years with me. You know, that really hits home because I'm like, you know, we're talking about. A lifetime mm-hmm. being compressed into ten minutes, um, and yeah. when you look at it that way, like you know, and they didn't make light of it at all. No, no, they, no. Just, they just it was just a compressed yeah. idea. I really like that they did. Yeah, that. Um, and but you know, you take that in your mind and go, well, that's a lifetime. Man. Yeah, and we all have family, we all have mm-hmm. people around us, and we've watched that happen over mm-hmm. decades. Yeah. That's what makes it so powerful. I yeah, think. just yeah. that first ten minutes of that, and it's a really—I mean, the whole thing is great. But those first ten minutes, yeah, I, 
somebody just was having a bad week at the office there. <laughs> right. They were like, like take this shit. I'm yeah. going to draw this. I'm going to just this take this out. This is how it's going to go. Yeah, someone had to actually like write that out in the screenplay and be like, this is how this is going to go. Yeah, this is how this is going to play out. You guys Oof. ready? Go to work. I mean, it is heavy. I'm not going to. Oh, I'm I, not downplaying yeah, whatsoever. I, I just didn't. You know, Dana, you said. Bad. You were talking about Watership Down. Mm-hmm. And. I had something similar happen to me with a with uh, an animated movie. Um, my parents, well, it's a cartoon. He can watch that. What's the big deal? And they were watching it with me. And then he's telling me it was heavy metal. Damn oh. right it was. <laughs> damn right it was. All right. No, it's heavy metal. Well, Scott likes our kid likes heavy metal. He likes yeah. cartoons. Match made in heaven. He yeah. likes oh, boobies too. Yeah, some Let's some animated boobies. Ralph Bakshi, right up at that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Still, a, still are... a great thing to watch though. Oh no, heavy metal is awesome. It is yeah. a fantastic movie. Anything Ralph Bakshi does. Though, yeah, that. I've... I mean, that's and that's he's, you know. That... He's still making good yeah. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fantastic. But that was one of those ones. The same idea. It cracks me up. They're like, "Oh my God, turn that thing off!" And I, you know, I had to watch it a couple of years later when I was mature enough to uh-huh. watch it. Right. So uh, basically, you were six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still when, six. Are you that's kidding me? That's when you completely matured. Yeah, I completely matured. Grew a beard. Grew a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph actually made. I was like Willie Nelson when I was like six years old. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, heavy metal was super cool. Um, I love going back to that and just watching the original. Yeah. Just, just, you know, it looks so good at the it, time. It, it, still, it still holds still, up. It still, it still looks, looks really good. good. Yeah, it holds up. It's It was such a fantastic thing to watch. And that's one of my, you know, I it just totally made me think about that, Dana, when you said that. Because it was really threw everybody for a curveball. Like, you know, because at that time, yeah, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Cartoons are yeah. family. They're wholesome. Cartoons are for children. No, there's a lot of dark oh. shit Fritz out the there. cat. Yeah, Fritz the cat <laughs> to, to say, speak another back sheet. Great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to throw one out there. Yeah. I've got a small list because I don't watch a lot of animated films, but You're like me. I think my favorite animated film of all time, and Dana is going to agree with me on this one too, uh, The Iron Giant. Oh, yes. Yep, 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 yep. yep, 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 yep. got that on my list too. Yes, oh, Brad Bird's Magnum so Opus. Good. I love that. Well, yeah. I always say that's Vin Diesel's best role. <laughs> Oh, because he like barely he talks. Only ha- he only has to say one yeah, word or whatever. That's all he did. Superman. It's Vin Diesel's best role. He just has to say Superman. No, That's at it. the end he says, "Uh, what's I can't." He says, "No, you stay or whatever." No following. Yeah, I was like, calls back to earlier in the movie. See, that got me. But like stay, watching no two following. people die in ten minutes was, oh, God. you know, like, but an Iron Giant telling this little boy to. <laughs> No yeah. follow. I was like, oh my god. That was a very. That was a. I mean, I. That's one of the few that I've really sat down and watched, and I love that. It was. It was super that's cool. A fantastic. Um, it well, really stuck with me. There's, you know, it's got a similar message to it, like ET in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. You know, being comes from outer space. Blah 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 blah. But you know, I like all of the Red Scare stuff yeah. in it too. Um, the relationship between the boy in the giant, how it kind of just blooms. Yeah. And then he's gone. You know, and he has to now at the end adapt to life without his friend. I just think it's a really strong story. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but I mean, you have this little nine year old kid who is essentially having to take on this adult role and teaching the giant about life and death and what does it mean to die? You know, what what does it mean up until that point, you know, because he's so young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, and, you know, and he's trying to trying to impart wisdom with, and trying to figure out how much wisdom he actually has. And it is. It's it's a complex 
character. The the kid is such a complex character. I love it. What is his name again? Hogarth. Hogarth. That's right. Hogarth. Hogarth. They even make Stay. they even make fun of it in the movie. The the red scare guy. He's like, what kind of a name is Hogarth? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't that when he's like at the house? Yeah, and he's trying to get with the mom. Yeah, and, and just to get closer to the kids, find out more about the giant. This, and the kids like. <laughs> this is one of those animated films that when you're watching it, it doesn't really feel like you're watching an animated movie, right? Yeah. Because it just feels like a good movie with a good message yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like and every time i watch it i just get sucked into it oh yeah for sure and i think really that's what it, i think a good animated movie does one of two things it either absolutely makes you aware of the art or it makes you feel like you're not watching animation at all right that's There's what a good no movie should do you know and and if if it's a movie like you know Station Bound Alley for example, which is really stylized, you notice the art. Mm-hmm. You notice the art. It's part of it's part of what makes the movie good. But then you have something like um, like Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, that was good. That movie is just incredible. And when you're watching it, it just again you don't feel like you're watching something that that is that was put together with stop motion. Mm-hmm. It just it's in, it's an incredible well, film. You just, kind of, you just I mean I guess. From my experience with that, you just kind of fall into that world. You forget where you're at. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're truly disconnecting for a short amount of time. Right. Uh, into something totally foreign um, that doesn't really exist. Yeah. yeah. I like that idea a lot. That's, yeah. really, that's really cool. What about you, Heather? My, oh, see, this is why I was asking this question earlier. And so uh, I'm younger than you guys, so sorry. But my, I, I think my favorite animated film is who framed roger rabbit oh that's a great movie and i know that that's like the best of both worlds you know but uh i as a kid honestly as a kid i watch more of like um i watched looney tunes a lot but i watched more movies as a kid than i did like cartoons and stuff Mm -hmm. so like my favorite movies as a kid were like jaws and E.T. and Mm -hmm. growing up in the 90s, I had Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is my all-time favorite movie ever. It should be. The first one, right. (laughs) Fantastic It's a great movie. But I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit because of the cartoons. And you had a bit of animation mixture in Ghostbusters, too. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think Who Framed Roger Rabbit just, it it was a really good example of, well, just technology at the yeah. time yeah. you know it's incredibly looking like even i wa- i uh god do we have it on blu-ray anyways i watched it in what recently and yeah. i was like man this movie still looks awesome and yeah. like yeah. him holding roger you know like you can't tell that yeah. it's just yeah. him holding nothing and they yeah. had to draw him into his hand and yeah. like th- thinking about that stuff now makes the movie even better but as a kid i was just like oh look at the toxic yeah. waste and the little sneaker and <laughs> you know well and i'll tell you this what what who framed roger rabbit did for me was it gave me a lot more i already respected him as an actor but it gave me a ton more respect for bob hoskins oh yeah as an man actor. because so much of what made that movie great was was how interactive he was with yeah. something that wasn't there exactly and, and, and like, just how real he made it yeah. seem yeah you know, going down that same going down that same pathway, you mentioned that Pete's Dragon. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Now that one looks a little bit. 
you watch that, it's a little bit dated looking. Yeah, well, but they it's still remade, pretty awesome. They remade Pete's Dragon. It was one of those uh, about live the action weird ones that they that they remade. Yeah, and I didn't see the remake, but yeah, I loved the, the seventy seven versions. What I'm I talking loved about the original yeah. version. Yeah, that was one of the. I mean, I had that book and everything when I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I love Pete's Dragon, and it's the same. You know, the mixture, right? Um, yeah, so much fun. God, this is like taking me down. That's what I was gonna, afraid of with this. Are we going mm-hmm. to uh, include? claymation as well oh, absolutely okay well that counts so see I, like i said earlier i didn't really watch yeah. a whole lot of animated film i was a disney kid of course but uh that was about it but i loved clash of the titans yeah you used to, you said that and that was the first yeah. thing i thought was clash of the, the original one. i still love that movie oh dude that's so I crazy looking like that stuff like that's the kind of stuff that i was mostly attracted to as a child though medusa's lair i could watch Woo! that and repeat over. yeah and the, you know the use we may have mentioned that before on the show here. Clash of the Titans, that original one. I forgot what year that was. Like 80? Uh, 82. 82, yeah. Right. Um, the use of blood in that, and the way, especially the way it looked uh, with Medusa's, like in Medusa's lair, there were some blood elements they used, and it almost came out like jelly. It was mm-hmm. like so thick and gooey, and that always kind of like, stuck with me like you're talking about those we've talked about that a lot dana like on here is like these impressions yeah. you get from films yeah. that kind of stick with you your whole life yeah. and you, it gets to a point like where you're like is that really and you have to go back and watch it again right. to reaffirm yeah. and that's one of those like, things i did see that right yeah and that's okay. like, like, like that medusa's layer thing in clash of the titans is one of those like the use of blood they used because mm-hmm. i think it was just claymation blood too oh yeah probably it was probably just fucking or it was, Play-Doh. Je- or it was <laughs> jelly i don't know yeah. what they, they yeah, like maybe they did jelly. use jelly um but that's one of those things that sticks in my head too, and that's like a that's like the perfect example of this mm-hmm. incredible claymation work. Yeah, uh, you never see anything. We talked about the remake on that too, which was just hysterical. Yeah, compared it, was. To the old. <laughs> it was it was absolutely like how could you even try to do that justice? First off, um, oh, it's campy. Fuck you. So what? It's awesome. That 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 looked so good. One nothing was looked campy like it. because it was fucking eighties. Yeah, and nothing looked like it. <laughs> it nothing will ever look like that. Mean to be campy. It was no, it, just. And it came out something. It's limited. total classic. I have a copy of that at home. I'll watch it like you know every couple of months. I might yeah. just throw it in the DVD player. Or I'm sorry, the Blu-ray player. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Elite. I'm yeah. gonna throw. I'm gonna get out of the stop motion stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, before you do that, yeah. okay. I want to mention. Shut up, Chris. I do want to mention another claymation. If, yeah. if you're, you yeah. want to stay where claymation is. Um, it, I'm sure everyone remembers Will Vinton, who created the California Raisins oh, and yeah, all that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. His, I think his best work was the he did a, a full length feature called The Adventures of Mark Twain. Oh. And it is bizarre <gasps> as hell. It's I saw that. Claymation. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, it's claymation, and it's it's fantastic. And there's a this particular. If you see nothing else from this movie, go on YouTube and look up the the mysterious stranger section okay. because it is creepy as hell, <laughs> and it's fucking fantastic. Is it more creepy because it's claymation and stop motion, or is it? It's 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 it creepy just... because it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really okay. creepy thing, and it, it's it's. Uh, it, it the whole film was fantastic, um, and it goes through a lot of you know Mark Twain's work and stuff with a yeah. there's a framing device about Mark Twain you know trying to he's he's essentially trying to find Haley's comet so that he can die on Haley's comet Jesus. because he was born on the day that Haley's comet came through and you know he wanted to die on the same day and all this so uh, it, there's like a framing device around that and then they keep 
going through all these like weird dimensions and stuff and they end up say what just yeah it's just a bizarre movie <laughs> it's called the adventures of mark twain yeah the adventures okay. of mark twain and it's yeah, yeah it's I've awesome. seen when that. was it made this was golly I'm not even sure what year that I was. Made. Was in the wasn't it in the eighties? It was in the eighties, okay. but I'm not sure what year. I Just remember to... seeing it on HBO. Because yeah, Vinton's yeah, Vinton's stuff was all was all eighties. He did all. Sounds like it was the true life story of Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> I mean, since we're kind of on this stop motion stuff, I think we probably should mention the Nightmare Before Christmas. Too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's a great film. Um, one thing that that bothers me about about that movie. Get out. Though, get out. <laughs> okay. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, the uh, the the man who's really responsible for the look in that movie is a guy named Paul Barry. Okay. And Paul Barry, uh, is well, he he's he's dead now, but he he um. He kind of came up with that seminal, you know, that look that yeah, the, that the that characters Tim, have. Okay. And that Tim Burton kind of co-opted oh, I after see. um after Barry died, but there is a uh, a short film that Barry made in ninety one, I want to say, and it's stop motion and it's a it's a horror short called Ooh. The Sandman. Oh. And it's th- another brilliant thing to look up on YouTube. Ooh. I think I've seen okay. that. Have you seen it? I'm I, pretty sure I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it at an animation festival in a theater when I was about 13. And oh my God, it scared the bejesus out of me. Wow. <laughs> I had All nightmares right. about this thing. <laughs> I was huh. like, oh. You know, what? it's yeah. actually now oh. that I'm thinking about it, I'm getting like glimpses of something that I've. I think I've seen this. Those are flashbacks, Heather. Yeah, yes. from my days in Nam. Yes. <laughs> no, the, I like the name. Like Sandman and then Incoming! yeah. Watch out for Charlie up in the trees. All right, I'll look that one up because that's yeah, that's cool. I had no idea. I honestly yeah, that's just Barry. thought that Tim Tim Burton was stylistically that way. No, no that was all that was all Barry and um and Henry Salick, who's uh probably better known for Coraline now I never uh, he, saw that he also You're worked right. on is it okay uh, yeah yeah he, he also worked on Nightmare Before Christmas huh. so I mean you got all these like stop-motion giants working with Burton and Burton got right. all the credit so I just want to throw that Night, Nightmare, no. Before, Nightmare Before Christmas though I mean it was never huge on my list I'll be open about that but I've noticed like that movie really is a t- some people that's like that's their whole life yeah mm-hmm. like that's yeah. like their like yeah. their favorite thing of all time like people I mean, you see Halloween costumes every year. People are, you know, dressing up like yeah, characters Jack in that and movie. Sally, yeah, um, and I mean, it's something I've just seen consistently since that movie came out. And I mean, I've always kind of maybe I should go back and really sit down and digest it. Oh, it's a, it's love a, it. it's a, my it's sister, an incredible it. looking movie. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. My sister's a huge yeah. fan of that. Movie. I think yeah. there's something with the Nightmare Before Christmas is that this movie kind of came out at the peak of Tim Burton's career. Yeah. And it was something different. Like he had already done like Edward Scissorhands and some other big stuff. Yeah. And then he released this movie that crossed Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was the first time that a lot of people had seen that type of animation. Yeah. And done people, so well at least, you know? Yeah. And people are really into those characters. I mean, like go to Hot Topic, dude. Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, I just see it like everywhere. It's the Nightmare for Christmas store now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, you see it all over the place still to this day. Anywhere yeah. you go, you yeah. see shirts. And it's a whatever. cultural phenomenon. A, thank you. There you go. That's yes. exactly it really is. Nightmare Before Christmas is just a really a really good love story, though. Yeah. You know? It's, why better, I, it's a really neat love story, I think. So, Chris, yeah, you want to... <laughs> 
there's this really there's this really stupid animated movie that's always stuck with me and people are gonna laugh but when i was a kid this movie came out it was called um star chaser the legend of orin and it was a it was a 3d animated movie you had to wear the red and blue 3d glasses but we went to go see it because it was like, oh, wow, cool, a new space movie. And then we go and see it, and there's an old gray wizard, and the guy finds the sword, and then they have to fight this guy that's just like Darth Vader. It's a complete Star Wars ripoff. <laughs> like, and even the um, one of the main heroes wears like a vest-type coat, and he flies <laughs> this spaceship that is some rendition of the Millennium Falcon. Wow. It oh, is a complete, God, are you kidding me? It's a total Star Wars ripoff from front to back. But I adore this movie because <laughs> the animation is really cool and it has that core Star Wars story to it. Like blonde super er, blonde guy on this planet, he's a slave, he has to escape, blah 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 blah. It's really good though. It's really good. Cheesy as fuck. And like when you're watching it, you're like, oh, yeah, they stole that from George Lucas. Oh, that too. But yeah, it's one that I think people that like animated films and like science fiction but are into Star Wars too would like totally dig on this thing. And it bombed at the movies. Yeah. It totally imagine bombed. That. Imagine yeah. That. yeah, imagine that. Yeah. That's funny. Can I but throw even a- the poster for it, the poster for it, I think I've got it on my phone from earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, it's pretty bad. It says something about um, the promotion for it. it says the search for the force is over. God, <laughs> the adventure. Who the hell is, got sued, man? The adventure is about to begin. Wow. So, just I wanna, wanted to throw that. One I want to throw a curveball at this conversation, big time. Uh oh. Um, because I come across one when I was doing my research for this thing, and it's one I loved watching. Um. Uh, and it's well, it's there not was, animated porn, is it? There was one. There was an earlier version of yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you got me. Dude. Tentacles. You know, speaking of Atari, there was there was about six. Or, me and Michelle were talking about this. There was about six or seven like porno Atari games. Oh yeah, Adult, yeah, I do know that. It, it was creepy. It's it's really they're really bad. Anyways, um, Walking with Dinosaurs 3D. You guys ever see that? Yeah, mm, I did well, not I see that. Well, I watched a little there bit. There was of it. well, yeah. there was actually I couldn't. I think the original one was from like the early 2000s. It was it was all like digital animation. Um, which is a, it, it's a great story. And they kind of tell a story about, I think one dinosaur, but it, you know, through that you get to see all Name's Littlefoot, Littlefoot. Yeah. I think it's in it. Is that what it is? No, that's the last that's the time. time. <laughs> no, there was a name for one of them. I forgot. They, oh. you know, you guys are fucking me up now. I quit. I'm going to go home. I thought there was a name for one, but it's been a while. Oh, fuck this. You move on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Are you talking about why, Walking with Dinosaurs? Yeah, Walking yeah. with Dinosaurs. There was a, the, the one, there's Walking with Dinosaurs 3D, and that's 2013. There was one before that, though, and I actually have it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, the only um, one I'm thinking of is Dinosaur, the Disney one. Yeah. No, no, this is Walking with Dinosaurs, okay, and it's more of a documentary type thing. Yeah, there it's wasn't. Kinda, it it it's follows a character, a, though, and I, uh, what the hell I the character's name I thought a little, that's from, the, what's that from? Little Land Flip? Before Time. Okay, I never even, I never even saw that. I haven't seen that. I know. You, at least you think the, the first, first one. Ten, you think the first ten minutes of Up is bad? Why don't you watch? <laughs> oh my god! Land before time. But Walking with Dinosaurs really, it's more of like a historical type documentary. Yeah. Um, and they do follow. Char- there are characters, kind of. I I but, understand. But like, 
it, you, there's a narrative over the top yeah, of the movie yeah, telling yeah. you what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's Kinda a young like dinosaur with his little foot. We're just going to call it Littlefoot. <laughs> with his mother dinosaur. Yeah. And violent things start to happen. It's all CGI. She gets CGI. killed by a Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, it's CGI. It's all CGI. I took Connor it's to cool. see it. It's a really cool. It was like seeing some gigantic pteranodon taking a big giant dump. They show that. Wow, it's completely insane. They said that it was one of the this particular dinosaur shits two tons a day. I'm like, (laughs) imagine that. It's a car. It's a car. It poops a car every day. Wow. The the vast scale they talk about, like the you know the first the titans they call them. These things were just so huge. Yeah. Um. So you know, as far as like information, it was really fun to watch. I mean, I haven't watched it in a lot of years, but it stuck out with me. I liked it. It was super cool. So if you like dinosaurs, walking with dinosaurs. Yeah. I back to, to Dana. Dana. I have to check that one out. Okay. Um. I well, I was going back through my mind thinking about some of the ones from the seventies, um, because that's kind of where I started. And there's one in particular that um, that I always tell people about, and they look at me like I imagined it. And for a long time, I thought I did. But um, I saw it on cable when I was really little, and it stuck with me. Um, and it's uh, it's called The Extraordinary Adventures of the Mouse and His Child. Hmm. Uh. And it's uh, it's very simply animated. It's a beautiful movie. Um, it's essentially about it's it's based on a Russell Hope and children's novel of the same of the Mouse and His Child. Mm-hmm. And I actually came to Russell Hope and through this movie because and, and he became my favorite author. I started reading his books after I saw this. And um, anyways, uh, it's basically about this toy mouse, these tin mice, they're wind up mice and they're father and child and they're they're joined at the hands and you wind them up and they're supposed to dance in a circle. Well, they break, they're in the toy shop and they break and so they can only start, they start walking forward, but they, they have no idea what they are. They don't realize they're toys. They don't understand what life is. So they kind of set off from the toy shop in search of becoming self-winding. And it's very philosophical for an huh. animated movie. And that's essentially what it is. It's their journey towards self-winding. And they come across all different animals along the way that kind of try to heavy. teach them how to become... Se- yeah, like and I saw this when I was heavy. really, really little. And, and I never forgot it. Wow. This was in the seventies. Sorry, um, I'm my yeah, I think up. so. I think I'm making noises. I with my I want to say it was seventy two. Seventy two. Okay. But uh, it's out of print, so the only way to see it, if it's still uh, on YouTube, some kind soul uploaded the entire movie. The <laughs> kind soul. So it's just it may still actually be, be there. The event. I don't know. What did you say? Was uh, it the extraordinary adventures of the mouse and his child. Okay. Just type in the mouse and his child, and it'll okay. come up. Yeah. But it's it's. It's an unusual film, and and if you watch it and you, you sit and, and try to imagine being a little kid seeing it, yeah, yeah, it'll explain even more about my <laughs> about me. <laughs> I saw a lot of this stuff when I was really little, huh. and and it stuck in my head because you know we had we had cable and Nickelodeon used to put this stuff on the weekends all the time. Really? Yeah, they they'd have how um, how old is Nickelodeon? When did Nickelodeon oh. start? Seventies. Yeah, uh, yeah, nineteen seventy-eight or seventy-nine. But when it started, it was called Pinwheel. Oh, and it only had one show. It was this. It was this children's show called Pinwheel that had. Oh, um, I know what Pinwheel. You remember Pinwheel? Yeah, I do. It was kind of like Sesame Street, but uh, but it had all the animated interstitials. Psychedelic. Yeah, well, all the animated interstitials were were foreign cartoons. Oh, look at that. Speaking of, you know, it's funny we mentioned that because I just was playing around the other day and I Wikipedia, you can't do that on television. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is another kind of cool, I mean, it was a, it was a 
it was a show on Nickelodeon. Yeah. They did some kind of interesting mixture with animation in that. It was more more um, stills they would mix in. If you remember the credit stuff they would roll yeah. in there, it was interesting. Um, but Alanis yeah, Morissette was on that show. What's that? Yeah, Alanis yeah, Morissette. She, she was on um, that show. That was always fun. I, I, about 10, 12 years ago, I did one of them rabbit hole dives for that show and watched all the episodes. And yeah, I haven't seen then, that in of course, had to find out what all those people are doing now. <laughs> um, you know, and they're all pretty, they're all pretty well. They all did, they didn't really go on as much of it. Well, Alanis Morissette was probably the most successful one out of all of them. Yeah. But that was one of them old Nickelodeon shows from back in the day that was fun to watch. It well, cool. it was, it was a Canadian show. So technically yep. it was, it was another one of those things that Nickelodeon imported because in Nickelodeon's early days, all it ever did was take other countries' shows yeah. and and like you know, uh, Danger Mouse and Count Duckula uh, from England and um, uh, all of the short films on Pinwheel were all from like France and Italy and England. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and then you can't do that in television was Canadian. So mm. I mean, it was all this all this stuff came from elsewhere because they were just kind of trying to build a network and see yeah. what would work and what would stick. That'd be an interesting documentary to hear about that. Oh yeah, you know yeah. all them that old stuff's always totally interesting. I gotta throw this out there. Um, we were talking about the seventies, uh, yeah. nineteen seventy-three, big bushes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Charlotte's Web. Yes. Aww. Oh. Oh, oh my that, wow, god! That, that came out in seventy-three. Yeah. Holy that, junk! What a heartbreaker! Oh my god! That that that'll yeah. do, pig. <laughs> Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen that. Saw that in the theater. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was year. I mean my mom took me to like a feature in the theater, and that we've talked about like I think we, when the Christmas show we talked about like learning about mortality. Mm-hmm. Like you know that was oh one of, yeah yeah right? yeah yeah that was one of those ones that I had to mom. What the hell is going on here? Right. <laughs> well, die death. <sighs> this shit happens. You got to deal with it, dude. You know, um, and it was like that fucked me up. <laughs> I won't lie. Charlotte's Web really kind of screwed me up. That was really sad, you know. And you got this just all right. Well, moving on. I'm gonna start crying. Oh <laughs> no! I, I, Charlotte, no watching Charlotte's Web as a kid, I don't think I fully understood either. And I just kind of was like, "Oh, that looks cool. Ooh, animals talking." Hard, hard, and, oh yeah, totally yeah. awesome. Like you know, but, I mean, and that's one of the things I think with animation ugh. too. That's so. Like, especially like Charlotte's Web, um, giving animals a personality, right? Like, you can't, I mean, you're seeing it a lot now. I mean, especially with all the digital animation and stuff like that. We see this all the time. But back, you know, back then, like Charlotte's Web, that was one of those ones where it's like, you know, wow, man, I'd love to have a pig that, you know, had a personality like that and it, that felt and, mm-hmm. you know, wanted something out of life and, you know, all this stuff. Well, There's probably a lot of vegetarians after that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Hard. probably. <laughs> it's, it's, I look back on that and it's like, wow, that was just heavy. Too heavy for yeah, a little kid. Yeah, too heavy for a little kid. But see, that's the thing. Little kids just don't get that stuff. No. You know, well, you know that, I, would, I, would, I would argue that they do on a level. But they don't have the words that we have to describe that. Sure. Because I know I certainly felt there were a lot of really heavy and complex emotions I felt after watching Watership Down, for example. Yeah. But, okay. But I had no words for how I felt. And like, just it was this strange existential horror that I that I felt suddenly. And I'm four years old, trying to figure out what what did I yeah. just watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And why do I feel right. this weird feeling? Ah. And you haven't, yeah, you haven't even in drawn my it. pants. Right, and you <laughs> barely even know what to do with yourself. Well, no, you, already, you, you know? haven't. The, the 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 wires haven't been crossed in your yeah. brain yet to try to even you know fathom that idea, try to understand what's going on. Yeah. And so uh, that's confusing. And a problem I have 
with a lot of kids' entertainment today is it doesn't go there anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Well, it gets fucking think. sued. That's it why. Goes, you know, it doesn't goes, think. Yeah, it, it goes, doesn't. Think. It goes more towards the adults stuff that, that we already know. You know, like they put the little seeds in there for the adults to keep. You know, because they have. Well, to they go interject CDs. a lot of adult humor that the kids aren't going to understand to try and keep the adults happy while right. they're watching the animated it, films. Yeah, that's. But I mean. it doesn't need to be there because no. if I go see an animated film at the theater with my kids, I'm there for them in myself secondary at this point so right. realistically that adult humor does not need to be there to no. keep me entertained and actually at times it's kind of upset me when they're putting is parenting that hard these days well yeah here, here's here but I mean, i'm put, not saying to you i'm just saying but they they put like adult oriented humor in right. animated films that it's to try and keep us, the, adults the parents, interested. I don't need that mm -hmm. because I'm happy like going and watching the Lego movie with my yes. kids because I know they're enthralled by what's happening on screen and I can walk out of that well, being satisfied that, does, that yeah. my kids were entertained and we got our money's worth. I don't need dick and fart jokes right. that yeah, are like an undercurrent yeah. to yeah. a child's movie. It doesn't but, need to be there. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not even talking so much about um, adult jokes. I'm, I'm talking more about themes. Yeah, I'm oh, talking more right. about oh, like what we were just talking about, Charlotte's Web, and yeah. thinking about mortality and that heavy stuff. I mean, nowadays you don't find that so much anymore. They no, don't. They don't come to that like, really super serious. Replaced, you know. You know, it's it's oh well, little Jimmy has to learn about death someday. Right. And you know, I I I'm pretty grateful that that I had that kind of entertainment when I was younger because. I think it shaped who I was, and it, it made me want to think more critically about what I watched when sure. I was getting older. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I mean, you, uh, I mentioned Charlotte's Web. That was one of those ones that, yeah, it, it, like you're talking about, the, those impressions. Um, and not just impressions visually, but, yeah, just idea impressions. And that's kind of what the same thing. That's kind of running that, like you mentioned earlier, which I love that. I, I'm, I'm fascinated with that idea, just this idea of, things being imprinted on your mind and they carry through your entire life. Yeah. Um, Charlotte's Web, going back to that, that's one of those ones that just left the hook in me like, whoa, holy crap. Yeah. This is like really, this is, and I understand it now. Well, yeah. <laughs> Didn't when I was young. Right. No yeah. idea. But that's exactly. the point. See, like it gives it you then. the ability to like you said, f you just didn't have the words, but you were feeling something so you questioned it and you sought out what was yeah. going on, you know? Yeah. That gives... That gives uh, someone who's younger the capability of learning at a faster rate. One and two, something that you know they can use. Yeah, they'll understand the things around them. You a know? coping tool. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, yeah. children feel things so deeply. Right. Children have very complicated emotional lives, but they just they ha can't connect cerebrally to those emotional mm -hmm. lives at yeah. certain ages yet. So having that that bridge that animated movie or whatever that i could point to and say well this is why i'm asking these questions right and this is what i'm why i'm thinking about this and and there's that that bridge and it kind of opens up a bit of communication and i wish that we had that more for our well, kids today i think well, like i, I said, wish th so too that made that made me communicate with my mother right yeah. you know i mean i like mom what the hell is going on here this no no why does charlotte have to die yeah why right. charlotte charlotte can't die what no, she does. Oh, yes, it's, she it's, can. It's, it's, it's a cycle of life. It's nature. It's how things work, you know? We got to lighten this shit up. This is... Okay, <laughs> so... We're going to make Scott cry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to lighten this shit up right now. Uh, uh, I'm going to mention the best animated movie 
ever made, starring Saddam. You and got Satan. Yes. Thank you, thank you. You read my mind. Nineteen ninety nine. This was on my list too. South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. This shit came out twenty off the hook. Twenty years ago. Yeah. We watched this just last year. We did. And it holds. I, w- I wish I would have been here when you guys it's watched South that. Park. I love that goddamn it movie. Holds up. Those guys are so spot on with everything that they make. That twenty years later, it's still it's relevant. Still hilarious. Too. Relevant were, and it's they, still so funny. It's oh funny. my it, god! It was so great movie. because when that came out, I mean, people were walking out of the theater. People were, and Trey Parker and Matt Stone, mm-hmm. they discussed this and said, you know, the movie they did, bigger, longer, and uncut. They said this is the output of all the stuff that Comedy Central would not let us do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They said, we were going to take this thing and just amp it up and rip the knob off and just <laughs> scare the crap out of people. And they did. I mean, and I saw it happen in the theater when we saw it first. A couple of people literally, I mean, I heard them just huffing and puffing because they thought they were going to see an episode of South Park that was an hour and a half long. Right. It's like, no, this is a this is the theater <laughs> movie. You thought those guys were vile before? Oh, right. yeah. God. Yeah. I, I had the opposite experience experience that when i saw it in the theater it was great we were dying as soon as the uncle fucker move part (laughs) at the part at the end of the uncle fucker song where they start farting and every single person in that theater just busted out laughing we were just oh my god we were we had we had had a time of our life it was it was so fantastic if you're a south park fan dude it's there's no limits. Yeah. It's so great. And and, and South Park is still good. Uh, yeah, South still Park is. is still good. It's still good. It's still you know, those guys are geniuses. They are. They are. But seriously, Satan and Saddam <laughs> Hussein are a gay couple. <laughs> now who thinks this shit And Satan is like it's more of that. Dude. And Satan <laughs> and Satan is like the worst, the wussy one of the two. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, Saddam. Hey, Saddam. You just don't communicate with me anymore. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Uh, come on, guy. Come on, guy. Take a hat off. I just like the dildo scene. Yeah, it's flying all over. Oh my god, that was so god. Jesus. It just doesn't. I, I, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Just, I, I said that earlier. Yesterday, I was talking to Amber. I'm like, have you ever seen Basketball? Oh my god. You know, and I just, I. Speaking of impressions in your brain, I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry, Trey. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like I remember seeing that. I live with my parents still when basketball came out, and it was one of those ones where it's like, no, 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 no. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I actually said that to Amber. I'm like, have you ever seen? Basketball? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, oh my god. Here it goes. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. At least just that. Uh, That's just those guys. Just there's no end to it. And I, yeah. I South Park. That you know, bigger, longer, and uncut. I, it's one, that of the, it's one is, of the things that those guys have done. You know, for me, that's like a pinnacle. Even though, like, the animation is simple, the humor, <laughs> the adult content, just everything about it. Like, they do they not. didn't give a they shit. They didn't give a shit. No. Yeah. And well, they just threw it all and, out and there. And not only that, but, but you, there's so many little, you know, throwaway homages to different films and genres in yes. that movie, you know. Well, they, and they've done that. They've done and, that with and, the series for years. You know, and, and it's just... It, it, if you if you show the movie to somebody who's never seen South Park before, yeah. I mean, it's just, it'll make a fan of them. Well, you know what always <laughs> struck me as funny about the South Park movie is that um, the Beavis and Butthead movie, Beavis, Beavis and Butthead and do America, do America movie, that was on my list too. Yeah. But I remember when that movie came out 
it kind of had like an opposite effect. Like people were really excited about it, but a lot of people didn't really like it what? because you couldn't ex- really extend Beavis and Butthead to 90 minutes. Oh, so a lot of sure. a lot of people got annoyed with that movie. <laughs> South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, is the total yeah. opposite. It, it yeah. I mean, expanded things. Yeah. Yes. Well, they had the whole filth element to work with. Like I said, that was their main thing. They're like, the main reason we wanted to do a movie is because we really wanted to just take this thing to the next level and in Comedy Central uh, would not let us do it. Uh, yeah, the Beavis and the Butthead movie, which is on my list, which was a lot of fun. I had a riot with I that. I love that That's movie. That's a funny um, movie. But yeah, it was just kind of this adventure they went on and it did kind of get after a while like... It felt to me like a like you know how they try to make movies out of uh, Saturday Night Live skits. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can't drag something for ten minutes that's funny for ten minutes. You can't. It's, right. It's, it's not sideshow Bob stepping on rakes. I mean the <laughs> Beef and Butthead TV show. Those those were fifteen minute episodes. Yeah. yeah. All I did was just make fun of commercials. Metal. Yeah. You know? So it's like All literally was it was like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, and that was the funniest shit about that show. Right. Yeah, they're, they're sitting there making it. fun of a video. Yeah, they at one time I want to. I'm willing to say this. Um, at one time, I think Beavis and Butthead were the biggest movie critic. I'm sorry, biggest music critics in the country. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And Rob Zombie went on record <laughs> saying that Rob Zombie even said he's like, if it wasn't for Beavis and Butthead, I wouldn't have a career now, <laughs> because Beavis and Butthead freaked out and said, dude, Rob Zombie was yeah. amazing, and they started selling records. It wasn't just White Zombie; it was Helmet too. Was it Helmet oh, too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know Rob Zombie went on record saying that. I was like, whoa, that's true. I, because I said that back in the day. Helmet's album was kind of flat. What, meantime? And then, yeah. And then they, were, they did, awesome. Beavis awesome. and Butthead started picking on Unsung. My favorite will always be washing the dog. That's that, that <laughs> just washing the dog. Washing the dog. Yeah. After Judas Priest. I'm like, right. oh my washing God. Man, that was some of the best shit, though. But that's the thing. The was so yeah, good but that they, way. But there was, like, it was a lot of pieces, though. You know, and, and I love. I think they're great, but yeah. really you just get like you know TP for the bunghole, you know that whole right. thing. Yeah, TP for my bunghole. A lot of a lot of taglines, and <laughs> if you try to like make an hour and a half movie out of that, that right? You know, Did they even watch music videos in the movie? I don't even no. think they no. sat on. I don't a, think they could. They in the beginning could. of the movie, they were in their house, but I don't think copyright would have allowed them at the time. I don't know. Oh, that worked. Before yeah, we get off of the like, but, more adult-oriented cartoons, but, yeah. I do have to also mention 2004 Team America. Oh, right. Oh. Thank you. Of not course. really. That was the uh, puppet, puppets. I thought that was puppets. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not oh, that is puppets. Okay, sorry. I promise puppets. I won't die. You know what, though? Puppets, from the movie. puppets. I got to come back for the Baldwin. puppet show if we're going to do a puppet show. <laughs> if I if I remember correctly, I'll Team America, show. Yeah. The, the puppeteers in that I'm not your puppet. Uh, <laughs> the puppeteers in that were were so good. Trey Parker and I read an interview yeah. with those guys, and they said when they were making it, they said the puppeteers who were doing that were so good at what they did that they made those things look completely lifelike. Oh yeah, yeah. And they actually had to tell them like, dude, dumb it down a little yeah. bit, make them look a little <laughs> bit sloppy. We want this to look goofy. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This, you right. know, they're like, no, we want you to be sloppy. Do a bad job. Because, hmm. yeah, and if you look at, you know, the whole shh, and like yeah. she pokes him in the face or something, <laughs> and like the sex scene, oh, my dear God in heaven. That, I mean, that disturbed me for like months after I saw that, oh, you know. Um, the puking right. scene. Blah, it just keeps. That's keep. one of my favorite gifts. More is. Trey Parker and Matt Stone I know, stuff. Those just, guys are you know, geniuses. They, they, don't, they don't ever let up. 
All right, Chris, fine. Move on. Dana, (laughs) go. Dana, go. Boy, I don't want to bring up anything highbrow now. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally fine. Uh, But I suppose if we're going to stick to more adult animation, Mm. um, then we can go go back to the stop motion topic. Um, Anomalisa was really good. Um, Anomalisa? Anomalisa, which I I reviewed when it came out a couple years ago. And it... uh, it was an unusual, an unusual premise because uh, it dealt with a guy that had um, a specific disorder, and it's kind of from his point of view, so you kind of get the sense of what it feels like to have the disorder he has, hmm. and it's kind of a. This came out a few years movie. ago. Yeah, uh, was it 2016, 2015, oh. Was it nominated for anything? It was. I'm not sure if it went up for an Oscar or not. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm lousy at doing my research for these things, but, <laughs> but I mean, uh, but I, I did. Uh, Is it American? Yes. Oh. Uh, Charlie Kaufman. Oh. Uh, did mm-hmm. this. It's uh, but it's that's a really good one, and another one that I saw recently that um, not quite as adult, but, but, right. but very um, kind of a bit of a ser- serious sort of uh stop motion french film was uh my life is a zucchini that was really oh that's on too. netflix right now that's fantastic okay it's that's on netflix that yeah. movie almost got my first bloody bullet really? that was yeah that movie almost almost got a 10 from me there were a couple of little things that, my life is a zucchini yeah, yeah. My life is a zucchini. that's a <laughs> <Ma> <laughs> <via> <laughs> it's uh it's a movie what was that it's Sorry. a fantastic movie. It's up, yeah. but it deals with some kind of serious stuff because it's about it's about abused kids. Mm. Oh God, I can't watch that. And it's, but it's 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 got. I mean, it's a positive. It's a positive movie. It's it's actually really uh, well done, because they they could have made it they could have made it really maudlin and yeah. really you know horrible. But but it's not like that at all. You 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 say that oh I can't watch that, but actually it's. Yeah. I, I think you would enjoy it, and that's actually one of the main reasons why I liked it so much was it it dealt with some really difficult stuff, but it it handled it so gracefully and so beautifully that yeah. um, and the animation itself is a little weird if you can get beyond that. I mean, it's I the, thought it looks pretty cool the, the, actually. The design of the characters has a little unusual. That's a it's kind of a, a French animation thing. Yeah, it kind of looks like paper. Yeah, being it's, like folded up and then stuck to doing stuff. You it's, know, uh, I think it was made with clay. But really? it, yeah, it's yeah, it was it was it was thought, it's stop motion, but I'm not sure if it's clay or plasticine or what it is, but it's a it's a it's a really good movie. I recommend it. I yeah, would... the like the it's a lot of sharp, edgy looking things. I don't know how else to explain <laughs> it, but like I said, like it looks like you folded paper into something and then you kind of like blew it up and then used that, you know, because it's got a lot of straight lines in it and shapes and things like that. Yeah, it's very geometric. Yeah. The characters are, you know, the characters are rounded, but the 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 uh, the pl- the world they live in, yes, yeah, yeah. it's more angular and more, you the know, the texture of it's, everything, and it's very, you know, everything is starkly colored. Yeah, you know, it's really. Uh, yeah. We all have to sit down and watch this. It's on, I'm pretty nice. sure it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix? I, I saw. It, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Netflix. I don't know. I have really Michelle's good. Hulu, <laughs> and I have um, Amazon Prime. So I don't know which one I was looking at, but I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure, but all right. But I definitely recommend. I always that say one. I like. I always say I like dark shit, but then when somebody says like, "Yeah, this is dark," I'm like, <laughs> 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 "I can't deal with that." It's 
So I'll have to dive in if you're giving yeah, me if you're I, giving the. Uh, I've got some. Green I've got some dark stuff for you though. Oh, if you want dark stuff, with the dark. Well, I mean, she led things. led the show off with bunnies killing bunnies and shit. Well, and even worse than that is Martin Roston's Plague Dogs uh, adaptation, which is about lab do- lab animals. Uh uh-uh. uh and and okay if you saw the secret of nim and that freaked you out oh you don't no want to i've watch actually never dogs. seen that movie because <laughs> the plague dogs is not is just bleak it's yeah you're a freak yes you like all this crazy i know stuff. i know i but it's because she was four years old watching bunnies killing bunnies <laughs> and shit. <laughs> it's true but th- this is the See, kind of stuff that right. nobody writes about or talks about or you're remembers right. you're and, and that's right. why i like to talk about it because yeah. because of when are, who else you're gonna hear this about this crap from <laughs> 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 i'm the weird friend that watches all the crazy <laughs> animated things and i have some of them on no DVD it's great because i just them. got some really great suggestions to watch now there's actually one uh one film that i remember from my childhood that i haven't seen since my childhood because i can't find it it's out of print it's a hungarian movie about a, a fox cub and his his parents die at the beginning they, oh, they get killed by a hunter and then he spends the rest of the film trying to find and kill the hunter Dang! I want to see that. It's well, called, that's, uh, that's justice. It's it's called Vuk. Vuk. So basically, it's, UK, basically which means death, little fox. an animated oh, death say. wish about an animal. But it's yes. sweet. Yeah, it's it's it, and it's it's oddly animated because uh, it's uh, it's in kind of the Hungarian, the Eastern European style, yeah. which is really neat looking. I mean, it's very stylized. It's really neat looking. I, I I've asked I Chris Jordan to try to find uh, it for me because it's been out of print Vuk. for years. Vuk. V-U-K. I've always liked how the older animation. Uh, looks it has like a it has a very distinct feeling to mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. I know you're just watching it, but mm-hmm. it feels really soft. And even though there's a lot of lines, well, everything was it, done you know? practically, and everything's analog, and they're still using film yeah. at that point to do everything. So instead everything of everything, just has this beautiful tone to it. There's the texture, texture to yeah, it, texture. right? Yeah, well, it does Gorgeous. have depth. It does have depth. I mean, digital animation. I, I mean, some of the stuff I see, it does blow my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pixar, oh, sure. Pixar. That oh, stuff yeah, so the verisimilitude in that stuff is. But it's to me, blowing. to me, it's like you know, like digital animation now, whether it's CGI, whatever it might be, it's gotten to a point, and it looks great. But I think it's too detailed now. Mm. It's mm-hmm. it's too yeah. rich. It's just too rich. Right, like just make a real movie. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, well, yeah, and I'm not complaining at all, really. But I mean, I, there's, I mean, you know, we talk about. I mean, I did have the Transformers, the the movie on here from '86. But I mean, going to like even the new Transformers films, which are heavily CGI'd. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said that in the past about uh, about those films. They are so dense, like the character you know, Optimus Prime. Right. Like yeah. I mean, dude, All I remember back in the day, like Transformers the movie. You know, they would transform. And it was like you know, and that's it. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's simple. Couple of moving parts. That's it. But you know. In the new films, and which, God, that's like 10, 12 years ago now, the original Transformers mm-hmm. came out. Um, even the first one, I mean, it was majestic to watch you know, Optimus Prime yeah. transform in front of us like the real deal. But and it was amazing to watch all these moving parts working together, right? But it got to be a, a an overload, I think, at least on my puny little brain, Um because just, there was just even watching them fight, it was like okay, there's just a couple of lumps of metal rolling around right. here. Yeah. Um, so to me, the, the complication simplified again in that situation, right? Sure. Um, but at the same time, there's just so much depth and richness. It looks great. I mean, it's oh, like, sure. it's a 
testament to how good these people are. Yeah. But no question. But the depth and richness, I think it when you're talking about just doing film, just you know, hand printing the you know, let's just call it analog. Um, there was a simplicity to that that did make it okay. This is otherworldly. And that's what made it just different, I think. Sure. Everything's, it looks real now. It's like, well, yeah, like you said, Heather, just make yeah, a freaking real just movie make then. make a freaking yeah. movie. Practical right. sets. Uh -huh. I, I, don't, I don't know. That's well, just my take on it. Transformers, the movie, which was what, 86, I 86, believe? Yeah, 86, yeah. That still. Here I was born. That still holds up really, really well. Looks great. Oh, looks man. great. You know, that's a classic. Actually, people still talk about that movie. They still put out T-shirts and you know different merchandise from that movie. Like last year, I got the you know anniversary anniversary vinyl set from Ooh. that. You cool. know, nice. there's a lot of stuff that still revolves around that, and it just kind of shows that people like actually respect yeah. that older stuff quite a bit more than they do like what's been done on film. Right. And the patience and yeah. time it oh took to hand draw, you know, all the Decepticons and Autobots and make them transform. The cartoon series was the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Tons yeah. of work. Yeah. Well, it's so funny you say that because we started off the show. I know we're kind of getting towards the end here. Um, and I kind of went into my suggested viewing and I was freaking out about Atari, right? And it's the same kind of weird thing. Like I talked, I've been doing, I've been having a lot of conversations about, classic gaming classic atari which is it, it applies here because yeah we look at games now and it's the same thing these games blow my mind seeing some of this stuff it's like a movie that you're controlling yeah it's amazing I, I think it's so cool not for me but i appreciate the art um i still talk to people i've been talking to people and they're like oh dude yeah i mean i like playing all these you know these big games now but dude there's nothing like going back and playing dragster on atari 2600 a game that was made in like 1978 that literally is, it's pure 8-bit gaming yeah it's hilarious to look at but people like to go back to that you know when things were a bit simpler i think they were they were they were just there for you to play simple little games you would just play over and over again and you keep losing <laughs> yeah. right you didn't win you never won there's no. no way to win right um but I think there is that thing where we, yeah, we talk about, like, you know, we have the Transformers of today and we have the Transformers of 1986. Um, and it's the same thing. It's a simpler thing. It's a different look. And people do not, they, people, we, we always seem to be going back mm -hmm. and nodding, you know, giving the tip of the hat to, to the, the pioneers. Well, because people, including all four of us, nostalgia is a huge thing for us, especially being in our 30s or 40s, like... You know, we're at that age now where, you know, our childhood is behind us. Yeah. And going back and watching these things that really kind of shaped our, shaped us as people and shaped part of our mentality and who yeah. we are. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would, I'd prefer if we had a little bit of that more simple hand-drawn animation. I don't always want to watch um, perfectly mathematical this 3d <laughs> yeah. rendered animation yeah. a flat 2d image of bunnies killing each other is totally fine with me because that's how it was initially well, done and that was the pioneers you yeah know, like yeah. i said these are people that were just doing this and figuring it out as they and literally people just writing the rules as they went along uh and it, yeah i mean Nostalgia is a is a big thing i think i and i you really nailed it chris the idea i know at least for me is like, and you said this, Dana, and it really does stick with me. Like, did I actually see that? 
Did I actually see that shit? Yeah, oh my yeah. god, I gotta go back and watch this. Uh-huh. I watched yeah. it like twenty years ago. Yeah, I have a friend who um, she was telling me about an animated movie she used to watch when she was a kid that her mom used to put on for her, and she's like, "It traumatized me," <laughs> and I don't know if this was a real movie or not. So she described it to me, and I said, "I said, well, uh, describe the how it looked." So she did, and I said, "You know what? I bet that's a Yoram Gross movie because it sounded like Yoram Gross, the guy who did Dot and the Kangaroo." And those movies. So she said, this is what it's called. It was called Sarah and the Squirrel. And it was about a a little girl whose family gets taken away during the Holocaust. Good God. And yeah, I found it. I found a DVD of it and I bought it for her. So we went and watched it. And did she try to kill you? And she, no, no, she she was happy. She was Uh, like, oh my God, I can't believe you found this. Now I can watch it and see, like you say, you know, she was like, I can't believe my mother let me watch. So like we're watching it. So she pulls her phone out. She's texting her mom. She's like, why did you let me watch this? Uh, How (laughs) dare you? This movie is so depressing. You're the worst parent ever. (laughs) I'm like, you know, and I just, yeah, it's that kind of thing like you just these things stick with you and they they do they create this thing in your mind where you think oh my gosh did i hallucinate that or was that real or you know how did how did that you know not why yeah. i love you that know? all of the movies that you guys are talking about they're well one they're just like way back in the day but like your guys's childhoods were much different than mine like back in the 70s and 80, early 80s and things like that like Y'all motherfuckers did whatever the hell you wanted to do. <laughs> Your parents didn't give a shit about you. <laughs> well, no, no. The heavy metal thing I mentioned, like, my parents just didn't have the right... They didn't no, know. No, I'm totally just <laughs> No, kidding, I don't. But, I don't. You know, yeah, they just didn't my know. Neighbors. They just were like, oh, yeah, bunnies. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Cartoon bunnies. <laughs> like, back in the day, nobody knew better because there wasn't so much of this political correctness and, like... You know, there wasn't all of these, like, the parenting books that came out in the 70s and 80s that thought were to be, like, top shelf, you know, parenting and all this stuff. Yeah. That shit is just nonsensical. (laughs) Parenting books in the 70s, and it it literally would say things like, yeah, make sure you put your cigarette in the ashtray before you pick the baby up instead of holding it in your mouth. Exactly. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. Like, it was such a simple thing, you know? Well, there you And and the art does reflect on that, too. Oh, for sure. You know, like you mentioned... And I know we got to take off here in a second, Chris. We're but, good. Um, like, you know, the idea, like, you know, contemporary animated films now for kids, you know, they, and I've noticed that the ones I have seen, I've noticed that I'm like, this is stuff that that's relevant that I, I really understand. And that's why I said it earlier, Chris, that wasn't towards you, but, um, you know, is it that hard to be a parent? Because I thought the idea of being a parent was, this is the job. You have a child, so you're going to have to put up with a lot of kid stuff now. Yeah. Right? You know, and yeah, it may not be your first choice. You may want to watch Rambo instead of, uh, you know, Rainbow something, whatever. Um, Thing of note, there was an animated Rambo series. Yes, there was. Also, yes, yes there, there was. was. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? yep. oh yeah. There- it was uh, Filmation, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 The same guys who did. Um, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and He-Man. Yep. But that thing, that's, that's why I asked that, though. It's just that. Like, okay, so we have to, ha- we've got to keep the, the adults interested. Who gives a shit about the adults? This isn't for the adults. This is for the children. The children. Well, and that's why we need more family entertainers. That's why yeah. I love Aardman so much. Because Aardman can make films that appeal to adults and kids without being particularly one or the other. That's where we, we miss Jim Henson. We miss Walt yeah. Disney. We miss, you know, we miss people who knew how to appeal to both without going in extremes on either direction. Sure. 
split yeah. right down the middle. See, my thing about going back and having all that nostalgia is just I'm so hard to impress. So I'm well, really yeah, disappointed. Yeah. yeah. I'm disappointed cry. at what we have today. Like that's why I would choose watching Ghostbusters over than going to see a new movie. Honestly, I'm just so tired of being disappointed. Well, you know, like Big Hero 6 was out 4 or 5 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like the 3D rendered animation yeah. by Disney, but it was a Marvel property yeah, previously. Yeah. Like that is a very good example of Disney putting out uh, an animated film that kind of crosses spectrums. Like there's a good story, but you get that Disney, oh, he's going to die. And then the kid's by himself and has to learn how to yeah. grow yep. into an adult um, and a hero. The Incredibles. The Incredibles, like same thing. Dude, the yeah. Incredibles. Uh, I was just watching this last night. And uh, in between basketball, of course. And um, <laughs> balls. Yeah. Balls. And, and like Jesse sat down and he was like, man, he's like, this is such a good movie. Like, this is, you know, like this story is just so incredible. Like, yep. it, but he, he was like, this is, man, he's like, they just don't really make the oh, movies like this anymore. It's incredible. Yeah. And, and the second one comes out this summer. I can't yeah, wait. I hope it's not stupid. I, I don't just, think it will be. They've well, taken so, so far, much time to do this. Brad and Brad Bird's involvement. Yeah, def, de, I was looking over the credentials, and I just I don't mean stupid Liz and like pee pee poo poo. I just mean like I hope that there's a good story along with say with the first one. Like I like the first one. You know, it started off with this disjointed family, and then they come together with their superpowers, and they they have to in order to beat the enemy they had to come together and do it together you know that was the point of the movie and now so they basically have two. so basically what you're saying is it's the fast and the furious <laughs> dude that's too soon i despicable still miss Paul me. it's all about family oh, despicable me i love the despicable me franchise and i have not seen one of those movies it gets a lot of flack because the minions went to you know the they first one is with, with the, the first one is with the it's a but the first one is is so great. It, it, I, I enjoyed it. that. I watched that with Amber. I really loved that one. All my all this all this new stuff I have to watch with Amber because that's all she watches. <laughs> so I sometimes I I, I I'll, I'll have I, to loan you my horrifying DVDs from the past. <laughs> Dude, I want some of those. Here, I've Amber, got, let's watch some I'll, cartoons. Yeah. We should have an animation. Night Dude, we did. My... Uh, what was the one last year? Belladonna of Sadness. Yeah, Belladonna of Sadness. Yeah, see, I and missed all was, of the animation the nights first... you guys had because I had. I've never seen that before. I think you were out of town. For I was. That. I was out of town, or I would have come. We did uh, Forbidden Planet. Yes. Yeah, the only uh, animation I've ever watched with all of you guys was the Don Hertzfeld stuff. Oh, oh my god! I love yeah. that stuff. Yes. I have that on DVD. Anus uh, is bleeding. Yeah, is bleeding. my friend and I, we want to get the little cotton balls. Anus is bleeding. <laughs> My spoon is too big. <laughs> My spoon is too big. That's right, it. I'm done. I first saw Don Hertzfeld with Billy's Balloon. That was the first oh, cartoon of his mo- I ever I saw. That's <laughs> so good. That's so funny. What was the name of that movie again? Rejected. Yeah, they're yeah, rejected. 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 Yeah. Oh, my. You weren't here when we watched that, Scott? Oh, I watched those. Oh, yeah. Those are. So yeah, I was Everybody was just laughing their asses uh, off. Yeah. I love those. They're I went and so saw great. that actually at uh, the very first time I saw it was um, Spike and Mike's Sick and Twisted. Yeah. A long time ago. That's probably where I, I saw Billy's Balloon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing those. That was like, yeah, a few parties ago. We all, yeah. yeah. I, your heads are I about. love Don Hurtsfeld. I do too. All right, fuckers. 
we go We're easy now. This bitch off. <laughs> We're cutting it off at the balls. See, this, this is where I could talk Congratulations, for Congratulations, MSU. Happy Senior Day. All right, <laughs> folks. This was episode 74 of Real Crime. Check hey, us out at themoviesook.com. Hey, hey. hey, thanks for coming out, Dana. Yeah. Yes. yes. Always Thank good you. to see you. I'm always glad to be here. I always have a good time when I do these. Thank, yeah, we'll hey. do it again. We'll be yeah. back next yeah. week yeah. and we'll be 75 years old. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, we're so old. We are ancient. <laughs> so washing the dog, washing the dog. Washing the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> All right. Enough. <laughs> Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find The Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes. <laughs>